This is The Christian Artist, honoring Christ through creativity. My name is Caleb. My name is Connor. Welcome to episode number eight, everybody. Crazy, it's been eight weeks since we started this little podcast. That's like two months. That is like two months. And still, we have pretty much the same amount of listeners, actually less amount of listeners than we had at the beginning. Definitely, yep. Yeah, people just got kind of bored of us. <laughs> bit, yeah. I don't really know who besides Mickey Ginter listens to this podcast anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she's really the only one we've ever gotten any feedback from since yeah. past the third episode. And all she said was, Foster's home for imaginary friends! <laughs> yeah, Yay! you referenced it. And uh, we're not making fun of you, Mickey. We love you. It's just... I was kind of making fun of you, just a little bit. You did tell us you were going to comment <laughs> on our website, and you didn't, so uh, <gasps> I might be a little bitter. She did! She didn't. No, like, she did promise that. And she yeah. didn't do it, yeah. Well, tell us that. I don't, know. I don't know if she promised. Did she promise? I don't know if she... Like, full you out let your yes be promise? yes, no, you let your no be no, Connor. Yeah, but did she, like, promise, promise? No. She, like, give she us said she word. would. Okay. Well, then, Mickey. Now we are making fun of you. <laughs> okay, that's unimportant. All we... Is it, though? We've already gone through this. You guys know that we, we need your validation. Um... And you refuse to give it to us for some reason, so... Uh... We're, just, we're just done after this one. If, we, if, if nobody says anything, we're just done. We're going on strike. Tell Somebody tells us we did stupid. Like, if you just say, dude, I totally hate it, and Literally, this is why, that's, that's okay. Yeah. As long as you tell us why, then, then you know, then we'll continue making podcasts. I, I yes. would literally be okay with people saying, I hate this podcast, because literally, I just keep saying literally, no one has said anything yeah. at all. Yep. Which probably means they hate it, so we should just, we should just stop them. We're, we're on strike. No, I, we're not, I'm not I'm even finishing doing it. No, I'm not even finishing this episode. Uh, Caleb, you're on your own now. Whatever. I'm going on strike. Connor, no. Join me, Caleb, <laughs> and together, together we, we can, can rule, rule the, the galaxy. galaxy, brother and brother. Well, anyway, that was an interesting yeah. little tangent. No, <laughs> it's not possible. Yeah. Okay, we're not gonna just quote Star Wars. It's a trap. <laughs> We should do an episode on Star Wars sometime. That'd be fun. No. Why not? So uncivilized. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are you just going to do the rest of the episode in Star Wars quotes? General Kenobi! <laughs> uh, anyway. Leave him or we'll never make it. Connor. <laughs> His fate will be the same as ours. Connor. <laughs> Connor. Now you're having conversations with yourself. What have I done? Connor. <laughs> so, Connor, what are we talking about today on the on ye old podcast? Not sure I am. <laughs> I could see the look in your eyes. You're like, I need to think of a Star Wars quote <laughs> yeah, right now. That wasn't a very good one. No, I kind of thought of something better, but... I was thinking of, like, this is not the podcast you are looking for. <laughs> <laughs> Something like uh, that. Good times. So, Connor, what are we talking about today? We're going to review some songs. Woo! Yeah! So what does that mean? Uh, <laughs> no, we're going to we're gonna um, play some songs through the, uh, through the, the old podcast. podcast. Yeah. The old podcast. Audio track. Yeah. I don't know. And then, well, we're, we're going to talk about a little bit about what the song is about first. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to play the song, let you listen to it, put a, you know, put like a link in the notes for like a, you know, a lyrics website or something like mm-hmm. that. 
And then um, we're going to break it down and talk about it. Yeah, we're going to talk first. We're going to talk about uh, the just the musical side of each song and what we liked musically about it. Then we'll go into lyrics and what we liked lyrically about it. And then we'll just kind of do a little bit of a wrap up and talk about the song as a whole and uh, some pieces, some, you know, bits of insight we can glean from it as Christians and as artists. And uh, yeah, we'll do that for three or four songs and hope you enjoy the ride. This is a new little thing we're doing. Uh, this obviously won't be every week, but it's a new little segment we've been planning on doing for a while now, but we finally got around to doing it. So this should be fun. So Caleb, what song are we doing first? We are doing From End to End by Reliant K. Oh, all right. Yeah. It's a good one. It's one of my absolute favorites of theirs. So, if you don't know who Reliant K is, uh, first question, who are you and where have you been for the past 15 years? Um, it's a... <laughs> mm. well. Okay, if you are a young Christian around our age, who are you and what have you been doing for the last 15 years if you don't know who Reliant K is? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're an extremely though. popular Christian artist, Christian like punk rock, alternative rock band. That's been playing since, like, the late 90s, I believe, yeah. right? I don't know. Maybe it was early 2000s. I'll put it in the liner notes. And um, uh, as, a, as another note, mm-hmm. if you don't like rock, where, what are you and what are you, where have you been? Like, seriously, <laughs> are you an alien? What's wrong with you? Everybody likes rock. No, they, no they don't. Yes, everybody likes <laughs> no, rock. I am, I am completely convinced. Connor, where have you been for the last... Listening to rock. <laughs> Under a rock, listening to rock. <laughs> Your voice just squeaks. Uh, I know. Like a I little girl. I don't know why. Like a little mouse That was not girl. like a little girl. That was like it a was little like mouse. like a little mouse girl. Well, guy mouses can't even make that noise. <laughs> Only girl mouses can. Anyway, so yeah, Reliant K, awesome band. Uh, one that me and Connor have been listening to for many, many a year. Um, one, definitely one of our favorite bands. Awesome lyrics, awesome music. Great stuff. Um, Except for their newest album. Their newest album we don't talk about. Yeah, and if you've listened to the second episode of The Christian Artist, you will know this. Um, we don't we don't talk about collapsible, collapsible lung. Why did you even say that? The first rule... They don't even need to the know. The first rule of Relying K is not talk about collapsible lung. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was legitly that bad. Yeah. It, it was, was basically... Terrible. And I don't... I mean, it wasn't like the worst music ever it was just wasn't relying k in such a radical way that it was depressing yeah like it was basically just pop music it, it wasn't it wasn't just like the style of music though either it was, it was the, lyrics. the lyrics and the, the lyrics way they were went basically with it. yeah the lyrics were basically the guy saying yeah i slept around and got drunk the entire time i was not a christian for these past like two years yeah. Yep. He's just like, yeah, I just totally decided to walk away from God. I cheated on my fiance. Now I'm just a complete jerk. And I'm going to write about everything I did while being a complete jerk. And then at the end of the song, I'll be like, at the end of the album, I'll be like, and now I'm back, guys, and I'm a better person. Yay! Except that, yeah. he did it. And, and some of you might be saying, well, that's really cool. He's being honest about where he's at. No. But the thing <laughs> is... In, in the entire song, he didn't talk about it in a way that was, et, like, it, he it basically glorified and edified everything he yeah. was doing. He was like, oh, I did this and I did that. Yeah, yeah. But now I'm not doing that anymore. And now I'm cooler. 
Yay! Instead of, yeah, I did this and I did that, but, you know, now I'm out of this and God saved me from this. Instead it was, yeah, I did all these stupid things about singing, singing, about da 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 That was beautiful, Connor. No, it wasn't. So, Connor, a few bits of information you can give us on from end to end? No. Okay. Well, uh, the song <laughs> is about... <laughs> The song is about uh, a relationship, uh, which all the songs, all the songs we're going to be listening to today are about relationships. Surprise! Oh, yeah, yeah we most about songs that ever written are about relationships, but that's just because that's uh, the human experience. We're we're always, you know, talking about relationships, being in relationships with different people. And we're not talking about romantic relationships per se, just uh, you know, any kind of relationship. Um, and for men to end is not about a romantic relationship. It is about a friendship uh, between two people uh, and the person singing the song, in this case, Matthew Thiessen. Uh, is it Thiessen or Thiessen? I think it's Thiessen. Why would I know? I don't know. I think it's Matthew Thiessen. Does he teeth a lot with his son? That was probably the dumbest joke you've ever made. <laughs> it's pretty clever, though. No, no, it wasn't. Okay. Uh, the singer of the song is basically talking to this friend who has basically been like rejecting God for a long time in his life and his or her, I guess. Um, and basically just doesn't see the world as it is and keeps it basically is deluding themselves into believing that they can do whatever they want with their lives. And you know, the, the main singer of the song is just pleading with him. It's like, dude, when are you going to see things through for men, for men to end? When is, you know, when is this going to actually when are the consequences actually going to be enough for you to come face to face with um, what God. you've been doing? Yeah, and God. So it's a really, really deep song, really, really awesome song. Um, and so, in my best radio announcer voice, next up from end to end, Byerline K. <laughs>
I didn't. I knew it was just that great of a song. Well, I knew, time. but it's just like I, I could literally listen to that song like all the time. It's just such a good song. Like whenever it comes on shuffle, I'm just like, yep, I'm listening to it. No matter yeah. what. No matter how many times I've listened to it. Because, you know, we can both kind of relate. Well, not kind of. We can definitely, we can definitely both relate, to, relate this to this song. Yeah. So any song you can relate to that exactly. much, you're always going to be able to listen to. And this is definitely one of those songs that I didn't necessarily truly understand until this situation actually happened to me. Yeah. And then I started to really relate to this song and be like, wow, I know exactly what he's talking about here. The situation has happened more than once. Yeah, multiple times over the past few years. Um, we, me and Connor both have been in this situation with people. Yeah. It's both heartbreaking and angering at the same time. It's just like you want to shake people and just make decisions for them, but you can't, and it's really frustrating sometimes. So, Connor, what do we like musically about this? What are some cool parts? All of the build-ups, mm-hmm. like the, it, the the very easy way of just, like, stopping the rest of the instruments with a little bit of a and then coming back with him and everything. That was a lovely electric guitar yeah, you just did there. Yeah, definitely. I especially like the part where it goes to um, the hey, hey, um, with the acoustic guitar, the very, very mellow, like one line that he does, and then right back into the into the heaviness. Especially because he shows a lot more emotion in his voice. Then mm-hmm. it's just kind of like a, a plead there, and it goes it goes low. It's mm-hmm. more like a plead, and then back to back into go. anger. Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. That's a really good point. It's something also interesting that me and Connor both noticed listening to this song 
just now for the first time was that um, Matthew Hoops, the the second singer of the Reliant K band, um, he's actually singing a lot of the lines from the chorus, and then Matthew Thiessen is doing backup um, and doing the harmonies, which is actually really interesting because in my mind it's just always Matthew, but or Matthew Thiessen, not Matthew Hoops. Wow, okay, why did you say that? You just ruined the song for everybody. I mean, that just ruined the song for me. What? Now I'm, every single time I'm here, I'm going to be like, oh, this isn't that guy. It's who a who cares? They, they switch off a lot in all the songs. What? They do. You, you just didn't notice that? every single song ever for me, Caleb. <laughs> but Matthew Hoops has a good voice, too, though. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Ruined everything, Caleb. I'm sorry. You ruined my life. How okay. dare you? You are now my enemy because you've told me the truth. Um. Okay. Well, what's, that was what's, a weird what's Galatians two six backwards? Six two salagalubagge. What does that even mean? Salionotgag. I get no tag. 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 Yeah. Um. What was yeah, the point no of lag. that? No why, are, why? What are you even saying? Right no, now? because it was you are not my enemy because you tell me the truth. Oh, and right, that's, right. You know, like you want, you want to do it back, backwards. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, that 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 verse, you know, completely ties into that song. Is mm-hmm. people become your enemy because you tell them the truth, mm-hmm. and that's why you have to be firm about it, and you can't let that go mm-hmm. is you have to say no you are my friend I'm not letting you do this yeah and that's something like I still like haven't even done with most of the situations yeah that our friends are in just because they push us away so much mm-hmm. that it wouldn't help anything it would just make them angrier yeah which actually isn't a bad thing no, in biblical standards not. and really just comes down to you and I are sometimes too scared to just yeah. tell people the truth and well, I, I, just, I wish I don't feel like I have the right anymore yeah that's true I, I feel like the the, the uh, time has passed for when I did have yeah. the right to speak truth into people's lives and I let them fall too far away and now we don't even you know talk that much so mm-hmm well it's confession time <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah I think you said the just the the whole punk feel of the entire song really really fits with the subject matter. Yeah. And yeah, I completely agree. It's very very emotional yeah. just yeah. all the way through. Definitely. Even more so than a normal punk song would be. Yeah. Mhm. Just the way his voice kind of quivers. Yeah. Just makes it you can just tell. Cuz there are a lot of punk songs sometimes that are just like they're just angry, 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 angry. It's just kind of like a generic angry. Yeah. And it's not as meaningful as this kind of half angry, half pleading. Yeah. That Matthew Thiessen is he, doing He, like, goes here. back and forth. Yeah. So it makes it sound more um, realistic for the situation. Mm-hmm. What, what, are your, some of your, what are some of your favorite lyrics? Um, the entire second verse is probably my favorite. What is that? I don't remember. <laughs> um... Excuse me, but isn't this the way that things always turn into something good? Yeah. You've tried to ignore the things I say, but in the end, you found you never could. Yeah, definitely. I think my favorite line in the entire song is when he goes back to the the second version of the chorus where he says, um, tell me what will it take to get you on my good side again? And that is a feeling that I have had a lot with some of the relationships I've had. That exact feeling. 
But that shouldn't be our, our focus, though. That should never be our focus with a, with a friendship like that, mm-hmm. is when you know that they're accountable to God. And l- let's, say, let's say they're not accountable to God. Let's say they're not actually a Christian and they haven't claimed to be a Christian. There's, you have absolutely no right to tell them yeah. they need to be living their lives differently. Besides telling them that you know, this will hurt you and this, yeah, you're not well, doing yeah, what's best for but yourself. You need to tell them, you know, you know, <laughs> you need to convince them. Not really convince them, but make sure they know the truth about. Make God. sure you know the yeah, they know the truth of where yeah. you stand on you know the Word of God yeah. and all this stuff. But don't ex- you can't expect yeah. them to do what's right in the way that you can when yeah, you, it's a Christian friend. I mean, I honestly respect non-Christians for doing the most logical thing in situations. Like, if if I know they're not a Christian and they have no Christian standards, mm-hmm. I I only respect them when they make the actual logical choice if there is no God. Like, right. for instance, marriage. Like, if I'm not a Christian, the logical thing to do would be to not get married and just live together with somebody because there is no difference between getting married and just living together with somebody now. Mm. Except yeah, it just takes now, more work to get out of the relationship. I just thought about that today. I was mm. like, oh, no, I actually respect people who do that because that's the most logical thing, mm. isn't it? Like, I can't be like, oh, no, you need to get married. Right. That I'd be like, no, that's, I mean, if I, if I was in that situation, mm. I'd be doing the I same thing. That makes the most sense. I mean, that that's just them not being stupid, you know, outside of Christian terms. Mm-hmm. But then you have to go back to, you know, just the fact that they're, you know, living with someone, having sex with someone that they're not necessarily planning on spending yeah. the rest of their life with is not a good thing because well, yeah. that's going to mess with them emotionally yeah. if they ever break up but, I and mean, physically. But marriage, getting married has no effect on what, like... Oh, ob- yeah. yeah, absolutely. And I definitely respect people who don't get married. Basically, I, I respect... I have no respect for people who get married... And, time and time shouldn't get married, and like oh, yeah. are getting married just for the heck of it. If you're getting married, you need you better be serious about it. Like, there is no time or place for people who are getting married, having kids, and then having horrible divorces. That that just messes with so many people's lives. I have no respect for that kind of just gross yeah. like immaturity. Neither does God. God yeah. says over and over. Well, not over and over again. He specifically says God hates divorce mm-hmm. like so I don't know how we got on this topic I don't know uh, one last thing before we kind of wrap up this little section um, I really really love the way that at the end of a lot of Reliant K songs especially in the earlier um, era of their music they always have like an ending of their song that brings it right back to God in a way that's very poignant and powerful like um, in this one, it's uh, just let him find you. Yeah, and then you'll see things through from end to end. And tell me what what will it take to get this through your head? And tell me what will it take to for, to forget what you knew? Just let him find you. Then you'll see things from end to end. And yeah. that is a perfect way of just bringing it back to God, and not focusing on like this is my way that you're not seeing it's god's way that you're not seeing so oh i remember i remember what kind of what we took from the how we got onto the tangent mm-hmm. about marriage and stuff you were saying you know that your favorite line was to get you on my good side again yeah and i was like that shouldn't be our focus uh-huh. i never explained that into detail okay, i just went on a tangent 
but yeah, so like if if you know that somebody claims to be a Christian, obviously, you know, most people who claim to be Christians aren't. And if they claim to be a Christian and they are a lukewarm Christian, you have every right to get in their face and say, no, you are supposed to be a Christian. You either take all of it or none of it. Mm-hmm. Like, I I have every, you, like, you have every right to tell a Christian, get off, get, get out of here if you're not going to follow God. Like, and, and Jesus does that yeah. all the time. Castigation. Yeah. That he does that, like, like half the time he's telling people, like, I'm preaching to people. Mm-hmm. And then the other, and, and like, you know. Yeah, half the time he's ministering to people, yeah. like, preaching to, like, just the masses and helping the poor and all this stuff. The other half the time, he's telling off people. <laughs> he's like, hey, if you're going to follow me, you have to do this, this, and this. If not, leave. Mm-hmm. And then they all left. Like, like almost everybody left. Mm-hmm. And he was more concerned. He, he got a bunch of people to, to know the truth and then said, if you're not going to follow this truth to the letter, get out of here. Mm-hmm. And they did. I mean, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't use those exact words. Yeah, but, but that, that was I the mean, sentiment behind he it. He said, if you were going to follow me, this is what you need to do. The mm-hmm. end. And he spoke with such authority that everybody listened and left. <laughs> I mean, so yeah. All right, well, that's cool. All right, we're going to move on to our next song, which is To Start a Fire by Five Iron Frenzy. This is a song that Connor hasn't really listened to a whole lot, um, but I have. Um, and I, I've i just recently, um, recently been a few years, gotten into Five Iron Frenzy, which is a, for those of you who don't know, is a band that's been around probably just as long as Reliant K has and has been a, a big part of that same music scene, like the 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 rock Christian bands that were playing in the late 90s, early 2000s. Um, and Five Iron Frenzy is a ska band, which means, you know, it's punk rock mixed with, like, brass instruments. Um, and it's very, very interesting music style, and I've really enjoyed it a lot, um, especially their newest album, uh, Five Iron Frenzy, like, broke up for a while, and then well, they didn't break up, but, like, you know, they they weren't a band for a while. And then they came to, back together and made a new album called uh, Engine of a Million Plots, and it is fantastic. I love it. And uh, we're going to listen to a song from that called To Start a Fire, which is about, um, a, you know, a relationship, as we've said, this what all the songs are about, um, that we're reviewing today. And it's about um, a relationship very similar to the one from end to end, but in kind of a different way. It's more like a, a brother situation, like, not like an actual brother, but like these two were like super close and, um, you know, they used to like be the best of friends and then just kind of fell away from each other. Um, and the song, the song will, uh, paint that picture better than I did in that quick synopsis. Um, and in a much more poignant way. So without further ado, here's to start a fire by five iron frenzy.
All right, so we'll open it up. Uh, what What do you like most about Azan, Connor? The woes. <laughs> those are pretty darn catchy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Five Iron Frenzy definitely has very, very catchy music. Um, and not in, like, a pop way, but in, like, a, just a very, very interesting way. They yep. always have very, very catchy music and lyrics that you can just... It just gets stuck in your mind very easily. It's kind of like Redkin Red, actually. Mm-hmm. It's not... I think he has oh, a, excuse me. Yeah. Oh, it's not poppy, but it... It's catchy. Yeah. It's, it's, it's more, a non-poppy catchy. That's mm-hmm. very rare. So, yeah, I, musically for me, I definitely really, really like the brass. Um, just the, the power of the brass, like, in the beginnings and ends of verses and, like, in that bridge there, just the... Because also that is really, really catchy, but it just kind of, like, gives this strength to the music that, like, makes it, like, powerful. Kind of like a background. Yeah. Like a background to a scene. Mm-hmm. Very, very interesting. So, lyrically, what do you think? Which is good. I mean, I could barely hear what he was saying, but, you know, <laughs> I read the lyrics, so. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I like the reference to uh, the verse in Proverbs, um, iron sharps iron. Mm-hmm, yeah. We used to sharpen each other, now we don't. Kind we of used thing. to sharpen our blades on each other. Yep. For the fight, yeah. That the the point that in a relationship you need to set each other on fire for God, mm-hmm. kind of a thing. Yeah. Or else you're not. It's you know the relationship is pointless unless you're sharpening each other for the fight. Mm-hmm. That's what a Christian. That's what every Christian relationship should be. Well, you know, romantically or not, it should be. You're setting each other on fire and sharpening yourselves for the fight. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting, actually, reading the some of the meaning behind this song, like, written by the guy who wrote it, um, Reese Roper. Um, he basically wrote it with his friend in mind, who I think, if I'm not mistaken, uh, was a part of the band as well, and pro- I think still is. But, like, he is not a... Reese Roper is a Christian, and the other guy, Scott, I think his name was, it was not. And they're in this band together kind of a thing, and I, I think I don't think Scott did any, like, lyrics or anything like that, but he's just, like, an instrumentalist. Um, okay. And basically, they had a falling out, and Reese Roper said it was because he pushed Jesus on him too hard when he really just needed a friend. Um, it's really, really interesting to read what he said. Like, basically, he was just, you know, preaching to him all the time in a, in a very, very intrusive way when, you know, he was not ready to hear that. He didn't, you know... Um, well, at the same, yeah, I totally understand that, mm-hmm. and there's definitely lots of situations where that, you know, would be a problem. But at the same time, you you have to get to a point where you just say, "Enough is enough. Make your decision." Mm-hmm. Like, and obviously, we don't know the actual situation, yeah, like uh, how yeah, it went down. Right. But like, basically, they had a falling out and yeah. just didn't. They were like the best of friends, and then just it was just like they pushed. He pushed. Reese Roper away because he's like, dude, I'm I'm done with this. You're you're ridiculous, kind of a thing. Like, and I'm probably putting words in their mouths right now, but I'm just kind of extrapolating based on this song. Um, just a really really interesting that they used to be so such good friends. And one of my favorite lines in the song is, "Our hearts are freezing beneath their tempered iron plates," and it's like we build up these walls. Um, we build up these walls between relationships that have gone wrong and it just 
hurts you sometimes. Like it, it brings you to a very dark place when you have a relationship that has gone under and you don't know how to deal with it and you just feel a lot of bitterness and resentment towards that person, even though you still really love them and wish that you guys should just be friends again. Um, there's a lot of hurt and anger that goes in that and it, it can really de- mess you up emotionally. I honestly don't think I've ever experienced that. Like, like me and somebody just don't get along anymore. It's more like I have a problem with what they're doing hmm. and then I, you know, I'm not okay with that. Yeah. I don't think there's ever a point where, you know, we just don't, like, we're just angry at each other and, you know, we just want to be friends again. Mm-hmm. It's more like I make a decision like, no, I'm not going to be friends with a person who's like this. Mm-hmm. It makes, yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't want to be back in those relationships. Yeah. I, I have not, like, fully experienced this, but I feel like I've skirted the edges of it more so than... Like, this would be the kind of situation I'd end up in where you'd end up in a situation where you're like, yeah, I'm done, and I walk away kind of a thing rather than two people who are mutually walking away. And yeah, and that that's more my my thing just <laughs> yeah. because I, I think I have a lot, and I'm not saying this to, like, rip on you or anything, but I think I have a lot more patience with people, right or I, wrong. I think you have, yeah, I think, yeah, I think you have more patience than need be. Than need be. Yeah. Not, Sometimes, not need definitely. Be. I think you have more patience than you should have. Yeah. And people can do a lot to me before I ever actually, like, say I'm done. Yeah. Um, and that's sometimes a good thing, sometimes a bad thing. Um, yeah, definitely. So. Anyway, next song. Yeah. Uh, the next song we're going to listen to is Hard Times by Emery. So I have not listened to this a whole lot. Connor has more than I have, so I'm going to let him take the take the wheel on this one. Basically, this this is our first romantic relationship, and so is the next one going to be our first. <laughs> this is our first romantic oh, relationship. Yeah. That was a weird way of putting yeah. that. No, uh, the this song. Is, the song is the first romantic relationship we're talking about, and so is the next one going to be a romantic relationship. But anyway, this one is specifically about a relationship that the guy gets into, and everybody around him, and you know his family, his friends, kind of a thing. Everybody says that this girl is just bad news, mm-hmm. and like, no, you shouldn't, you shouldn't go for this girl. Just stay away from her. She's just gonna tear you apart, kind of a thing. And he, he just goes for it anyway. And if you, if you absolutely one hundred percent cannot stand screamo at all, there is some background screamo to this song. And then at the bridge, he has like a screamo like a, bridge. Tw- yeah, like yeah. a twenty-second little, little bit. screamo rant. Yeah. Like that. This that's only like half of the bridge, though. Mm-hmm. So, so if if you yeah, absolutely if you can't absolutely take screamo, can, yeah. go ahead and turn it off now, or just you know skip this segment. And perhaps just there go, are some people who just don't like screamo. That's yeah. fine. But yeah, I would I challenge mean, you to just listen to the song anyway because it's very very you know poignant and has a lot of good points. Um, if if you legitly cannot stand screamo, just um, look at the lyrics, and then mm-hmm. that'll give you most of what you need to know. Even though we can't uh, find the lyrics for some of the screamo bit. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's yeah. not anywhere on the internet. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think anybody really knows. Um, the The first line in there is, um, I think it's this city shows the faith you had in me. Like <laughs> after that, we not yeah, sure. No, I have no idea. And then it's this business shows something, 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 and then I have no idea. But we're just kind of assuming it goes along with the main. Theme oh no, of the song no. Anyway. Then the en- the end says. Something about the sun and sky. That's all I got. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and 
just so you guys know, this is actually kind of like a poppy song too. It's not like it's not a pop song, obviously, but it it is very catchy and is kind like the chorus is pretty poppy. So and it's you know it's a beautiful song. The guy has a really good voice. So mm-hmm. it's not all screamo. It's not that heavy. Yeah, it's not. There are so, much heavier songs out yes. there. Yes. So if you just can't stand screamo at all, just you know kind of skip through it. But if you don't really mind. It's it's a good song. You'll like it. Even if you kind of are irritated by it sometimes, just listen to it. Yeah, it's it's, it's a, a good try. song. It's a good song. You'll like it. All right. So without further ado, here's uh, "Hard Times" by Emery. I sat there while you planned your case for confidence and secrets to be erased. I was riddled by your words. I bet that you could hardly wait to send a cavalry for me.
So... How'd you like it, guys? <laughs> wait, wait. Uh, anyway. Yeah, listen. <gasps> They're not saying anything. <gasps> That's because no one ever, ever gives us feedback. Oh, we're still Here's another beating plug. that horse. Yeah, we are beating that dead horse. Guys, please. You need to love us or hate us. Just don't be apathetic. Be hot or cold, man. Yeah. <laughs> Russ did that to you. <laughs> we'll spew you out of our mouths. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. What do you like about the song, Connor? Well, I mean everything about it. <laughs> you like everything about all Emery songs. No. Almost all Emery no. songs. Yeah. They they're not the greatest Christians in the world, let's say. But you could say they're a bad Christian. Oh, got him. Yeah, that's the but website. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But uh, I mean, it's just so good. <laughs> I just I just love it. Yeah, Emery <laughs> is really really catchy too. Like musically, they're just very very good. Yeah. At just making very good punk music, it's it's fantastic. Um, and I don't listen to it nearly as much as Connor does, or even at all. But the the thing is, Connor listens to it so much that I inadvertently hear it all the time, and so I feel like I've listened to all of their songs. They're they're just they're just so. Great. That's part of the reason I don't listen to them because I'm like I've heard this all the time, and that is kind of a problem though because I don't actually pay attention to the, any of the lyrics, so I don't yeah. know what any of the songs mean. I just can always pick out the melodies. I know I, it's an Emory song. Yeah. I just love the, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I just love the um, the contrast between the two singers' voices mm. and how, like, in some of the other songs, they have lots of harmony, and, and a couple of them, they have three-way harmonies, which just sound beautiful. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I never notice where one voice comes in and where the other yeah. voice begins. They all just well, sound I like do. the same voice. I don't know. You've listened really? to them a lot. Yeah, I can't. You can't pick tell. It out. I oh wow! Like the same I could, person to me. Like right away, I could always tell. Mm-hmm. Like when if they're both singing in the same song, I can. But like in between songs, I just at first I was just like, oh, he's just singing differently. Like, mm. but so as soon as that's I pretty much yeah, how I as soon as feel. they were in the same song, like doing singing together, it was like, oh wow, yeah. they're definitely two different people. But yeah, um, it's extremely catchy, especially you know chorus and stuff like that and then the voices his voice is just fantastic so yeah yeah really good song anything about the lyrics that you like specifically well what do you like about the music you have? um to be honest i didn't i didn't have a lot of time to look at the lyrics no like um, the music the music i already said oh right never mind kind of overall yeah. they're really good at doing the punk alternative rock yeah. scene they just they're very good musicians and vocalists his voice, though. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't like think it's like the best voice in the world or anything, but really? he has a good voice. I, I can't deny that. He he just can go so deep and mm-hmm. then so that high. is that is really cool about his him. range is just. I, I think part of it is just he's not he doesn't have a unique enough voice for me. I like singers who have very unique voices, like Sleeping at Last or Mumford and Sons. Yeah. Um, they they just have very very unique voices that I like. Um. And it's just so Emery's deep just and manly. Yeah, it is, but it just seems generic to me. But he reason. sounds like a man. He yeah. just sounds like such a man. It's so okay. great. It sounds like you have a crush on him, Connor. I have a man crush. Yeah, okay. So yeah, you should tell us a little bit about the lyrics because I haven't been able to listen to a whole lot of them, so. Basically, it's like 
Um, you know, like I said before, bad relationship. Guy gets into it anyway. Family and friends are always, you know, saying, no, this girl is, you know, what, not good for you. And like, like the first line of it is, I stepped in while you pledged your case. It's like, like mm-hmm. he's always defending her, basically. And then at the end, or not at the end, like during the bridge and stuff like that, he's basically saying, like, he even after everything she did to him, he's still saying, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I couldn't end this relationship fast. Mm-hmm. When he, he says, uh, I'm sorry for the words I couldn't say. Um, I'm sorry that your efforts were in vain. Like, he's, he's still apologizing and saying, I'm sorry I didn't end this sooner because, you know, this isn't going to work out. So even then, even when he he knows she's bad news, he's still like, yeah, I still love this girl. It's really interesting uh, looking at, I think it's the chorus. Um, my father told me, don't forget who you are. When you're one step from death, you'll step back or you'll starve. What? Let's delve into that a little bit. That's what not that, the chorus. That That's the pre-chorus, okay. but. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what does that line mean? I'm trying to think. It, I'm trying to. I actually it out. didn't know he said that there. I, I knew the. My father told me don't when forget you're who don't are. forget who you are when you're one step from death. You'll I step didn't know back he said, or you'll starve. Yeah, that that's interesting. You'll step back or you'll starve. I feel like it's when you're in a very tough situation, you either go in and take what you need, or you know, like, or like, like you'll step back. And, you know, oh, maybe it's like you'll cut your losses. That's what I think it is, is you'll step back or you'll starve. Like, either hmm. you'll cut your losses or you'll gamble everything you have. Yeah. I mean, I think it, it sounds just pretty simple because it's like when you're one step from death, you'll either step back from death or you'll starve. Because you, you'll, you'll think this is what you are you want, what is going to satisfy you. But then you'll, oh, yeah. you'll just starve. That makes sense, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's interesting. And death could be like, you know, because sin always gives birth to yeah, death. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's so it, when you're one step from sin, mm-hmm. you'll either, you know, step back or you'll starve. That Yeah, that's really good. Sure. I like that. I can always, like, th- there's a lots of different cases in Emory where they quote Bible verses that I really like. Mm-hmm. The whole, like, birth and death kind of thing is in mm-hmm. a couple of their songs. I like that a lot. The loneliness of loving someone could steal your eyes and yeah. spill the hope you had and you're left to spend the words by yourself and no one else, no one else, no one else. The trust you handed over, the people that you hurt, but you could never stop yourself, an addict for the worst. What you felt were lies they sell, nothing else. I think I think the chorus is talking to him. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could be wrong, but almost absolutely or he's sure. Or maybe just talking to himself. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, basically saying, you know, well, I mean, I mean that's kind of straightforward. Like the mm-hmm. loneliness of loving someone can steal your eyes. Yeah, and that's that's real. That is a that's a very real, real poignant yeah line there. It's a very real statement of where if you're so lonely that you're yeah. just seeking love from anyone because they are showing you affection, that can make you blind. That will blind you. Yeah, that's a very pithy way of saying uh, you know love is blind. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I like that a lot. But, well, um, it's not pithy because love is blind is pithy. That yeah, that is more poetic. Oh yeah, <laughs> pithy would be love is blind. Uh, yeah, I don't care. Okay, <laughs> I can say pithy whenever I want to. Yeah. Even when it's and not... I can pronounce it pithy, 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 or no, pithy. There is no f in pithy, Connor. I don't care. 
Okay. And I can pronounce it however I want. Um, but yeah, just uh, lonely still love me so much. Spill the hope you had and you left to spend the words by yourself. Yeah, I'm. I, I yeah, it's kind of straightforward. Yeah, it's all straightforward. It's very good though. Lone- the trust you handed over, the people that you hurt, but you could never stop yourself, an addict for the worst. I mean that that's going back to you know he hurt the people he cared yeah. about, and by defending this girl. Mm-hmm. So, don't do that, boys and girls. Bad. <laughs> if you're in a relationship and every single person around you, yeah. whether you trust them or not, if every single person around you is saying. You, you know, should not be in a relationship with that person. Maybe you should evaluate yeah. the relationship you a should, little bit. Yeah, you should definitely. It's not saying you should harder. just, you know, cut your losses and run at that point, but because it's possible that every single person yeah. in your life is wrong. But <laughs> you need to evaluate. It's possible. You just need to evaluate this kind of stuff. And you have to look at it, you know, completely from your mind and not your heart. See, that's impossible, though. I've no, I have, I found that it can be completely possible. No, because you're always going to have biases that are going to. Oh yeah, sure. Even that. Well, okay, you can look I've, with your mind, I've, with yeah. your heart, but you're always going to have a set of lenses you're looking, th- looking things through. Sure. And but no, you always I've, have yeah. pre-existing suppositions about things. I have found it to be, like, not easy, but I've I've definitely done that multiple times. Mm-hmm. If I have feelings for somebody, I can, like, even right. if I'm like really close sure. to the person, I can take myself away from that and look at the entire situation completely mm-hmm. logically. And I've done that multiple times. Yeah. So as it is possible. Yeah. As we've said before, feelings are indicators, not dictators. Yes. I don't actually know if we've said that before on the podcast. I no, think we, we have. have. Yeah. No, we definitely have. Okay. But that's something me and Connor say a lot. So. Yeah. All right. So Final our, song. our last song, uh, God, Drugs and Sex by Anne Berlin. And before you turn the podcast off and shout blasphemy, um, <laughs> Listen, l- here's out. This is a really, really good song by Anne Berlin. So a little background, actually. The the first time I heard this song, like me and me and Caleb love Anne Berlin. Mm-hmm. They're they're a great band. Another one of the um, punk rock Christian bands. Yeah. from that era of Reliant K and Five Hour and Frenzy, um, and one that me, uh, me and Connor have actually only been listening to them for. I think maybe you said like 2008, 2009. Yeah, something like that. Um, and so well, no, it, not was as... the, it was 2011 because that was the first year that Dark is the Way, Light is the Place came out. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah it's only been four years. Four years now. Yeah. But that's one of those bands that has been almost as influential in our lives as Reliant K. Yeah. Um, because of how poignant their lyrics are and how just fantastic the music is. It's, it's one of the best bands I've ever listened to. I actually just noticed something. All three, oh no, all four of the bands mm-hmm. are like really old bands. Mm-hmm. They've been like, around for a while. Yeah, like Amberlynn, I think their first album came out in like 2003, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, Emery's first album came out in like 2004. Reliant K's first album came it's out like, like early 1999, yeah. I think. Um, and then Five Iron Frenzy, you know, those very similar bands and very closely related time wise. Yeah. And all of them are still going except for Amberlynn, which ended just a year ended. ago. And they no, just speci- less than a year ago. Yeah. They just specifically ended yeah. it um, themselves. So That's interesting. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is. So you can you can definitely tell that me and Caleb have a similar taste in music. Oh, it's two thousand. They Reliant Caleb released their first album. Wow, so yeah, that's yeah. they're all in the two thousands then I think. I'm pretty sure they were making music before that though. Like well, yeah. they were Well they were a band. They were a band before yeah. that. But yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Um, so want to give us a little information about this song? Yeah. 
um, the first time I actually listened to this song, like I was listening to the entire album, and that was the last song at the, you know. And what is the album? Uh, Vital? Yep, Vital. And at the end, that was the the last song, and Amberlynn is very, is definitely known for the last song of their um, records being... Like a ballad, like a long A very long, deep, emotional song. Mm -hmm. The rest of them are like, you know, catchy and stuff like that. More like punky. Yeah. And, well, not necessarily catchy, but like, you know, they're... They're more, more driving, songs. more rhythmic yeah. based. Yeah. They're more songs and then the, and the less or- orchestrations. Well, not even that. It's more like it's more like they put it out for like mainstream. Like right, these right. are our okay. songs that you we want you to listen to and mm-hmm. you're going to love. And at the and end these here, are the songs for the hardcore listeners. Yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. basically. That makes sense. And I was like so excited for that song. Uh-huh. I listened through it all the way through. And I, I like barely was paying attention. I was like doing squirk or something like that. I don't know why. I probably shouldn't be listening to that. More probably. Attention. But yeah. But then I, I was just like halfway through the song was like, wait, what did he just <laughs> what say? Did he just say? <laughs> I was just like, did he just say God, up, drugs, what? and sex? And so I was just like, oh well, it probably means something bad. So I just turned it off and didn't listen to it for like two months. Mm-hmm. And then I came back to it and I was like, wait a second. I want to see what this song actually yeah. is talking about because Amberlynn doesn't just do stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. And I figured out the meaning to the song, and it's about a relationship mm-hmm. that they ended because they didn't agree on, on those, those three, three topics. topics yeah. They didn't have the same views on God, drugs, and sex mm-hmm. of how they should be used or how they should be thought about. So they ended the relationship. And, well, I mean, here's the song. So All right. And without further ado, God, Drugs, and Sex <laughs> by Anne Berlin.
So yeah, that's a good song. Indeed. Just, I mean, the feel of it mm-hmm. definitely had an impact on me because it, um, it was like the entire album was different from the rest of their music, but that song specifically, it was very uh, like echoey mm-hmm. and sure, very uh, kind of like just lots of music. I want to say like there was just lots, lots going of on. instruments, yeah. lots of vocals. Like the bridge was yeah, just yeah. all like a like a chorus it's, of vocals. Yeah. I, like I, I especially like the end where it just yeah. kind of goes into this grand orchestration of all these instruments. Yeah, it's it's quite beautiful. And like the girl's voice in it, yeah, with Steven yeah. is really. I good. actually like was just listening to it the other day because I hadn't listened to it in a really long time um, until we until we were going to make this episode, and I realized you know we, we were going to listen to the song. And I started listening to it again, and I, and I was like, oh, oh, look, that's a that's a woman's voice. That's that's interesting. <laughs> you forgot about well, that. I forgot about that. I haven't listened to the song forever, man. Yeah. And it it worked really, really well. Yeah. Like, I think that's one of the, like, the only songs he ever has a girl singing with yeah. him. And, well, oh, yeah, no. Like, no, the, the like the only one. Uh-huh. But it worked really well. I, I really Their liked it. Their voices were yeah. very, very well put together. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, music-wise... It was very different, and that's mm-hmm. why it was it worked so well. Yeah, definitely, especially from the whole of that album. Yeah, even that song was very like the album. I mean, that album was much more aggressive mm-hmm. than the rest of their ones. Uh, much more aggressive and like electronic. Yeah, and then at the end there is just very. And God and drugs and sex. Feel. Yeah, God drugs and sex is very electronic um, yeah. because the whole album is. Um, and at first, I didn't actually like that about the new album, but I started to like it more and more as yeah. I listen to it just because it's Amberlynn still and yeah, I still like it yeah. um, but yeah they it's really interesting it's like the more melodic electronic with with a lot of the same acoustic instrumentation and electric like guitar instrumentation that has been in all Amberlynn songs um, but yeah that's it's a good song what about it lyrically did you like? well I mean just the the point of a relationship not being about feelings it's mm-hmm. about what they stood for yeah and then um kind of like at the end toward, towards like the bridge or whatever like the girl is saying would you change this all for me mm-hmm. like w- um would you have if you could go back in time would you have changed your views on these things for me is the girl saying that yeah would you change this all for me it, it's kind of like them going back and forth right yeah and then but yeah um, well, yeah, I guess you can see how Steven kind of sounds like a girl yeah. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> but anyway, um, it's just very thought-provoking of, like, mm-hmm. it's kind of like asking you that question. Yeah. Like, why didn't you change everything for this girl? It's kind of like the question mm-hmm. that it brings up. And, and, s- and there are more important things in life than a romantic relationship. Yeah. <laughs> and if, if you – and this is a very good point. If you – really have like major more moral and like you know just truth issues like of what you believe with people who you're in a romantic relationship with you really need to evaluate that and you really need to make sure you guys because like it's always better to be on the same page with things um in any sort of relationship really but you know there's there's only so much you can do with just you know friendships because you're always going to have friends who will disagree with you on things but like a romantic relationship is especially important that you 
at, at least for the main things, you really need to be on the same page. You need to be upfront and honest. Yeah. All the time with everything, because one little one little thing that you hold back from mm-hmm. somebody can just tick off the other person. Yeah. Just just a little bit, like. Yep. Oh, like constantly hiding something from your romantic partner is so devastating to the relationship. Mm. That's never how relationships need to work. Yeah. And every single relationship that starts with that is not going to end well. Mm. Like, unless, like, through the grace of God, basically. Especially if you keep that up and get married and still have that, those walls Mm. that you, that you, like, you play on. Yeah. I feel like it's a lot of problem with just people getting married and stuff and then having horrible divorces willy nilly my bad (laughs) willy nilly 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 willy um is that they don't know each other and that's a problem like you if you're gonna get married to someone you better know them really well and i'm not saying that to be like oh you need to live with them before you get married no you can you can get to know people without living with them um you need to know about their psyche you need to know what makes them tick you need to know what their opinions are about things and you need to know how they operate like emotionally and mentally so that you guys can work this out together as a team and know when one person needs to stand up when one person needs to sit down and you know any emotionally and physically and uh mentally just being the balancing factors for each other and for sure you need to know where you are in the spiritual level yeah that is the most important thing ever is to know if you are equally yoked, and not just be, just if one is a Christian and one is not, mm-hmm. but if you are both on the same level with your spiritual life. Like if you're if you disagree on any one even sort of important topic, it's going to come back to bite you someday. Hmm. Like let's say, Dad is like. You know, it's okay to skip church every once in a while. I'm just feeling kind of tired. Mm-hmm. And then the mom is like, no, we need to go. That has an effect on the kids. Yeah. Of, oh, well, now I can just stay home with dad. Mm-hmm. Like, even e- even that seems little, and that could be so huge. Because mm-hmm. you, like, you can't train your kids like that yeah. to just be able to be like, oh, well, I'm tired. I'm just not going to do this today. Yeah. And it's, it's not... It's your it's your duty yeah. to go to church, and it's your duty to bring your kids to church. And it's not to say that like you can't disagree with your spouse. On oh yeah, things. A- absolutely. It's yeah. it's like you need to make sacrifices for each other. Be like, I am willing to like the dad. You know, even though I am tired and I really rather stay home today, I will go because I know it's important, and I know that I am making the sacrifice not only for my wife, but for my kids, and for myself. Um, this is just the right thing to do. So. There you go. Relationship advice 101 from yeah. two not married guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's very easy to see things, how to do things on the outside. Mm, until yeah. you get on the inside. Then you realize how much more, I want to say complicated, you can make it. Hmm. And that's why when you're in a situation, like like you can know everything about this, like your driver's test. You can know everything to do. But once you're in the situation... It's so different mm-hmm. because you like freeze, and your mind does the same thing. Not like freezing wise, but you can complicate things. Yeah, you think everything is different once you're in this situation, and your feelings get involved, and your 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 mind just gets twisted, and you make decisions that, in retrospect, look like looking on the situation from the outside, you would have said, "Oh, I would never do that," and this person yeah. shouldn't do that. 
Well, that was interesting. It was a fun little adventure into the foray of music. Yep. Yeah, so we'll definitely do another episode like this sometime soon uh, with different songs and a different theme. As you notice, we, we talked about relationships today, um, which is you know the most obvious thing in songs. That was good. This is probably one of the most fun ones we've ever done. Mm-hmm. And it's just enjoyable. us today, too. Yeah. Very enjoyable. But this is the kind of thing that you and I just talk about all the time yeah. anyway. Yeah. And so this is a very, very easy conversation for us to have. So, yeah. All right, no- well, we're signing off, so. Yeah, it was a we. It's really late. Yeah. <laughs> and we're, again, recording this on a Wednesday because of reasons. <laughs> really dumb reasons that Caleb had to do with every single one of them. What? It's not that my is fault. All Caleb's it is fault. not my fault. All it Caleb's is fault. Everyone's fault. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Christ underscore art underscore show, on Facebook at facebook.com uh, slash Christian artist show. And you can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Christian artist show, and our website, uh, which has all the episodes up there and this awesome little thing called a comment section on each of our episodes that you can write things on. <gasps> what? I know. What you is can, this magical You can actually talk to us, guys. Um, and that is christianartistshow.com. So, yeah. Thanks again for listening, guys. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And we'll be back next week with some more insightful information about art and Christianity and everything else in between. And the... Because, you know, you talk about oh, Christian right, right. Stuff, and artists, yeah. articles. Oh. <laughs> articles in the English language. We're going to talk about the and a and an. All that good stuff. <laughs> you turned my good joke into a bad one. Uh-huh. I'm pretty proud of that. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Goodbye. I'm Caleb. I'm Connor. And we are... The Christian Artists. Less seductive way. I'm Connor. (laughs) I'm Connor. (laughs) Yep, we know. I'm Connor. (laughs) No, you need to do it without me laughing. I'm Connor. I'm Caleb. My voice cracks so bad. (laughs) And I'm Connor. Signing off. My voice sounds. Not my voice, not my. Macaroni and cheese in my stomach You're not where you're supposed to be